The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And welcome to Winning Ponies. I am your host, Ed Meyer, and we are here each and every Thursday, p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, talking about the sport of kings. Talking about it. I'm watching it. TVG. It is 24-7, it just seems like. And that's if you count Aussie racing, Hong Kong, et cetera, et cetera. Actually, watch a little harness action from the Meadowlands. Penn National, I call it the penitentiary, due up in six minutes. Action, action, action. And that is just the way we like it. Big start with the week, or I should say, big finale for the week and the year last week with the announcements of the 2009 Eclipse of Winners, Eclipse Award winners at the 39th annual dinner held at the Four Seasons Beverly Wilshire Hotel in Beverly Hills, California. Wow. Was there some smoke in action or what if you missed it? I'll give it to you right now. So if you have to go to bed early, you got the answer. Rachel Alexander was named the 2009 Horse of the Year at the conclusion of the 39th annual Eclipse awarded the four seasons Beverly Wilshire. Undefeated as a three-year-old last year, Rachel finished ahead of undefeated Mayor Zenyatta by a margin of 130 votes to 99. There were two abstentions and one no vote. So there you got it right there. And I'm going to give you kind of a rundown here of exactly what was going on out there. And these are, here's the tallies here. The two-year-old male... Winner was looking at Lucky with 209 votes. Second was Vale of York, and then it goes on. 209 votes for looking at Lucky. Then the two-year-old filly went to She Be Wow with 171 votes. Second was Blind Luck with 41. Three-year-old male went to Summerbird. Overwhelmingly, 225 votes. Mind that bird. A lot of bird talk there. Mind that bird got four votes for second. Three-year-old filly, Rachel Alexandra. 232, no one else was voted on. No need to. The older male went to Geoponte. 184 votes. Einstein in second with 18. Kodiak Cowboy with 16 for third. So second in show. They were a little bit of a tight race, but Geoponte overwhelmingly 148, 184 votes. Older female... Zenyatta, 231 votes, and then they gave Icon Project one vote. Hmm. Scratch my head there. Female Sprinter, informed decision, 222 votes. Ventura was second with six. Wow, I, I thought Ventura would get a little more, but informed decision, very powerful. 
Male sprinter Kodiak Cowboy gets 118 votes. Sensational gets 54. Male turf horse Gio Ponte, 206 votes. Conduit, 22. Very nice indeed. Female turf horse goes to Goldakova, 172 votes. Venture is 41. Steeplechase horse mixed up gets 209 votes. Red Letter Day, a whopping three votes. Horse of the Year, Rachel Alexandra, 130 votes. Zenyatta, 99. Two to two abstentions and one no vote. Hmm. I don't think it was going to make a difference at 130 to 99. Outstanding owner goes to Godolphin Racing, 61 votes. To Mr. and Mrs. Jerome S. Moss, 56. So it's very tight there. Godolphin Racing. We had Kieran McLaughlin on a few weeks back. Trainer for Godolphin Racing. Outstanding breeder goes to Judd Mont Farms, 157 votes. Adina Springs with 44 votes. Outstanding trainer. This one shocked me a little bit, but it didn't at the same time. Steve Asmussen, 130 votes. John Sheriffs, who I thought would have been a little closer, with 57. Outstanding jockey, Julian Lepru, 122 votes, who was our guest about, mm, about two months ago. Garrett Gomez had 46. Apprentice jockey, Christian Santiago Reyes, 93 to Luis Saez from Calder with 48. Very nice indeed. I'll tell you what, if you missed it, you missed quite the show. The Equips Awards are bestowed upon thoroughbred horses and individuals whose outstanding achievements have earned them the title of champion in their respective divisions. The Eclipse Awards are named after the great 18th century racehorse and foundation sire Eclipse, who began racing at age five and was undefeated in 18 starts, including eight walkovers. Eclipse sired the winners of 344 races, including three Epson Derbies. That's a little bit of Jeopardy knowledge there for you. So that was the Eclipse Awards in a nutshell. It was a whole lot of fun. You got to see the who's who, all dressed up, all decked out. Let's kind of jump right on board here, and we'll go right to the racing action. January 16th, race number three, the evening attire stakes at the Big A. The winner... Well, the entry that is one and one a understatement. David Cohen in the irons, four and a half length winner, uncontested on the lead, paying two sixty two fifty. Thank goodness for that nickel breakage. Stable may run second, well positioned, paying two sixty two fifty as well for Todd Pletcher, owned by Paul Pompa. Fairgrounds race number six on the sixteenth, the Johnny Jackson Memorial, five and a half on the dirt. Winner is the four Power Surge. Jamie Terrio in the irons, winning by three parts of a length. On the rail, angled out and prevailed, paying 760 for Brett Calhoun. Eighth race at Fairgrounds, the happy ticket stakes. Five and a half on the dirt. Very nice. Winner was the four, anything but quiet. Billy Patine in the irons by a dirty neck, prevailed on the rail, paying 120 bucks even for Carl Woodley. And as we're talking about this, I'm going to kind of give you a little tidbit because it's coming up quick, and once we get done with this, I definitely want to throw him out there. We have our special guest of the week this week. It always happens during the second segment. It's Mr. Ben Creed, Red Hot Apprentice, Red Hot Bug Rider. The old-fashioned guys, the old guys like myself, we call them bug riders still. 
Red Hot Bug Rider comes from Chris McCarran's North American Racing Academy. I think you're going to enjoy that. That's going to be in segment number two. Mr. Ben Creed wins his first race on August 16th and takes down the fall championship meet at Turfway Park, which is doubly tough. I think you're going to like that. That's coming up in segment two. But back to the racing results, Oakland Park, race number eight, the American Beauty Stakes, 50000 up for grabs, the winner of the two Northern Bell. Terry Thompson wins by dirty nose, five wide at the quarter pole and just gets up, paying 10.40 for Steve Margolis. I thought Margolis was just trapped down at uh, fairgrounds. No matter anywhere he saddles a horse, goes right to the winner's circle. He's having a heck of a year. Oakland Park, race number eight, Smarty Jones Stakes, $100,000 up for grabs. Winner number four, drive by Calvin Bowrail in the Irons. He was also one of our guests and actually received some great, great applause and accolades for being the rider of Rachel Alexandra. Drive by, winning by two and a quarter lengths, paying five twenty for Lynn Whiting. Not too bad at all. Santa Anita, race number three on the 16th of January. That's San Rafael at grade three on the all-weather track. Boy, are they having some problems out there. Mother Nature is dealing them some rain, and the pro-ride surface is not able to handle it. We'll get to that a little bit later. But the San Rafael, the grade three, winners the three conveyance. Garrett, go, 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 Gomez wins by a length and three quarters. Lugged in a little bit, but very game, paying 260. I think... Uh, I think this old guy just, uh, this little young guy just ran a little bit green. I can't say old. He's only, he just popped three. But he ran a little bit green down the lane. Garrett Gomez didn't have to go to the stick, showing it. Did what he had to do. Conveyance goes on to score by length and three quarters for Bob Baffert. He looked impressive. Looked impressive. Also at Santa Anita, race number five, the Santa United Stakes, a grade two, seven furlongs on the all-weather now, this was one I actually threw out on the blogs, and you had to dig in a little deeper. Number four, amen, hallelujah, Chantel Sutherland in the irons, winning by three parts of a length. Four wide into the lane, very game down the lane, paying 840. Richard Dutrow, sadly enough, amen, hallelujah. Seventh race to Santa Anita, the San Fernando Stakes, a grade two event on January 16th. Mile and a 16th on the all-weather, number four, Welcome back to the Winter Circle, Papa Clem and Tyler Bays. Stalking, leading, getting to the Winter Circle in a very game fashion, paying five bucks for Gary Studi. Then on to Gulfstream, had some nice races. The Dania Beach, three-year-olds, a mile on the turf. Nordic Truce comes from out of the clouds, Julian Lane, Peru, to pay six forty to win. Very nice for Christophe Clement. Eighth race at Gulfstream, the running of the Marshwas River. Winner is Quiet Harbor, Eddie Castro, Florida rider and rider extraordinary, especially when it comes on the turf, and this was on the weeds, paying a whopping thirty-nine forty for Shug McGahee. And then we go on the 17th of January at Gulfstream, the sweetest chant. Winner is Sassy Image, Robbie Alvarado, paying three forty to win. Jumping back around, we already talked about conveyance, amen, hallelujah, and all of the rest of the gang there. So we had a big weekend of racing, action, awards, and everything in between. And Winning Ponies is ready to pick up where we left off. 
and kickoff for 2010. We're already off to the races. Our exotic predictions are three weeks into the new, and we're already $526,000 in growing. And you can bet that is going to continue. They're easy to use, complete full PPs, complete data, helpful icons, tier levels, which make it easy to kind of follow along. This allows you to dig in for some potential prices, change of condition tabs. Can't beat it. Got to check it out. It is time to head out to our first break, and when we return, we will be talking with our special guest of the week, red, hot, blue, collar, award-winning, I'm just going to say winning apprentice, Mr. Ben Creed, but you're only going to hear it if you stay here for more Winning Ponies. And everybody's getting down in this town. Ain't never going to be the same. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm your host, Ed Meyer, and it is our second segment. And this is where we have on our special guest of the week, and this week is no exception. 
As Winning Ponies is pleased and honored to have on Red Hot Apprentice, Mr. Ben Greed. Ben, how are you this evening? I'm good, Ed. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Before we go any further, you're a lucky man. You are engaged to a lovely young lady. Her name would be? Claire Schley. <laughs> what, I mean, do you, th do you think that uh, she is listening in to you? I think she is right now, yes. That's a that's a good thing. How long have you been engaged for, my man? Uh, we got engaged uh, in April, two thousand and nine. Right, congratulations! Congratulations! I know a lot of people have been watching your career. Actually, uh, I picked that up. That was one of the top things in the daily racing form. Actually, I was reading on Q and A with Ben Creed there. Uh, had a little picture of you there, and uh, and I had to throw that out at you. Congratulations to you and your lucky uh, young lady. Thank yeah. you. You are your first time on here. You're a Red Hot Apprentice, and why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, about how a young man from Taylorsville, Kentucky, got started into racing? Well, I mean, there's not really a whole lot to tell. I, I was uh, I was always small, the smallest one in high school, pretty much in Taylorsville, and uh, when I graduated, I worked a lot of different jobs. I worked construction, I worked... Uh, factories never really got into horse racing until a few years ago um well, actually every every place i've ever gone everybody i've ever talked to told me the same thing man your perfect size to be a jockey man you gotta go to the racetrack you gotta go to churchill downs and see what you gotta do you know well, i didn't know, uh, I didn't know you, anybody at the racetrack so i mean if, you, if you've ever carried hot or carried something heavy, you would definitely look for some other <laughs> type of employment, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, I noticed that there's a, a little bit of a, a nickname that you have from Taylorsville, Kentucky. Yeah, they call me Redneck in, in the jocks room. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about love in the jocks room, isn't it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you talk about love. Actually, I, I got to see you ride your first mount at River Downs. And you talk about love because there were students from the North American Racing Academy there, and they were all really, I mean, they were as excited as if they were actually getting a boot up. I mean, you, you were serious. I mean, you were focused, and it was fun to actually go down there. Chris McCarron was there, and, uh, you know, he was uh, you know, he was there to watch you get booted up. And, uh, you know, you, you, you rode your first race on a beautiful sunny day at River Downs, and I watched you, and you really came down the lane in a heady fashion, so I knew you were one to be reckoned with. You know, Ben, I, I have to kind of throw this out, at, out there. I was speaking with Chris McCarran earlier this week, and he had some glowing things to say about you. I just wanted to let you know what your, your former teacher had to say. Uh, he said you've come a long way in a very short period. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, that's that's kind of the way I've always been uh, with everything, you know. If I'm new to it, it I mean, it just takes me a really long time to get into it, and I just, I just will show very little progress, and then, like, all of a sudden, it's something just clicks, and it just, you know, I just really take off. And I, I, I never doubted for a minute that it wouldn't happen with this. You know, I knew I'd get it. It'd just take me a while, and it, it did, but, you know. As Chris said, once I got it, I just, I just really took off. He paid you some of the highest compliments, you know, and just kind of going down the, the just a few of that he and I spoke earlier this week. He said after four months in California for the Sadler Barn, you came back and you were more focused 
and polished. Uh, do you feel that that uh, you know played a part in uh, where you are right now? Oh, big time, big time. You know, when when, when you're with the best, you know, and watch, you know, Garrett Gomez and Ballard Bays and Rafael Bayerano and all those guys, when you watch all those guys, and that's all you, I mean, I stayed in the pack room there. So I was at the races every day watching. I wasn't watching the races. I was watching the jockeys and how they were riding, you know, so I could kind of develop my own style and just learn from them. Who better to learn from, from you know? Well, I agree completely. Rafael Bejarano, uh, he cut his teeth at Turfway Park, and, uh, and as you see where he is at, actually Turfway's been a, a great springboard for apprentice riders in the past. You know, just, just uh, off the top of my head, there was Chris Prather. Now, I know it's before your time uh, as far as, you know, uh, being in the jocks room. Now, Chris, uh, Chris did an outstanding job. I can even remember Willie Martinez was, a, was an apprentice rider, and he was bouncing back from Florida, and then he landed up in Kentucky. And the list goes on and on. There's been a, a number of riders that have actually plied their trade and, and they've learned uh, learned some some great skill set uh, up at a Turfway Park, and it's always been a nice little springboard in the wintertime months because it's really tough to ride. And speaking of tough to ride, I, I watched this race last weekend, Cactus Cadillac, and I oh, saw yeah. this guy riding this horse, and I would have sworn that it was Bill Shoemaker in the irons. Really? <laughs> you looked great <laughs> aboard Cactus Cadillac. How did it feel coming down the lane for a for a big uh, big little uh, well not a big little stake, but it is a big stake at a Turfway Park. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was you know, I mean that horse. She's used to going long, you know. So we weren't really sure how she was going to handle going six and a half. Um, I breezed her about a week uh, before the race. We we just just to get some air into her, you know, going. The last part of the race, we went three furlongs. And uh, the same day, we worked another horse that I want to stake on at Hoosier Park, Lucky Chuck. And uh, that day, I knew that horse was going to be, was had a real good shot of winning because she outworked him. So, Well, I, I, I watched you ride, and it was an incredible, an incredible uh you know, testament to your abilities and what we're only going to see uh, more and more of. You know, one of the last things I actually talked to Chris about, and he said, Ben is very patient. He said, now, I don't think there's a higher compliment to come from a Hall of Fame rider who's ridden the best of the best, and, and, and I don't think there's very few out there that, that know more than Chris McCarron. He was one of my favorites for many, many years. He said, you know your horses. He said, you describe to him what you're feeling, what your mounts are doing. You're not just a passenger, but you were conveying to him what your mounts are doing and he said, this is an excellent asset as a rider. You know, you're just not saying, boy, he felt good and we won. He said, but you know, he was right on the right lead. He moved at the right time. And he really expounded upon your patience and knowing what your horses feel like. Well, I mean, that has you know, everything to do with it. I mean, actually, when we were on Cactus Cadillac, when we were coming down the backside, um, all the other horses, everybody started letting them go. So I... I wanted to, you know, kind of keep her into the race, so I gave her a, a little pop on the shoulder with my stick just a little bit before the 3 eighths pole. She didn't respond from it. I mean, she didn't back up. She didn't speed up either. And uh, it was almost like she was telling me that, you know, don't worry about it. I got it. So I just kind of let her do let her do her thing and let her get herself in the stride all on her own, and, and she did it. In fact, an impressive style. 
I have to ask you this. I know Chris is really, really busy. And by the way, and I'm going to toss this out there right now. As uh, Chris McCarran said, anyone that would like to drop him an email, chris.mccarran at kctcs.edu or 859-293-0209. That is the North American Racing Academy, Chris McCarran, uh, you know, fronting that school, and it is uh, there's some very nice riders indeed. Actually, uh, one to make mention of is uh, riding in New York is I believe uh, Miss Jackie Davis. Yeah, and she she's doing very well, and that that's a tough circuit as well as the Kentucky circuit is. You know, with having a teacher that's a Hall of Famer and uh, one of the, who could be one of the greater mentors than someone like that, do you communicate with him regularly still? Oh, yeah, yeah. I talk to him all the time. I, I go into his barn, you know, a few days a week when I'm at the training center. You know, I just pop in and say hi, see how things are going. And, you know, he'll he'll call me like I'll be in the jocks room. He'll call me or send me a text message or something, you know, trying to give me a little pointers and tips helping me out. And, well, that's, you know, that's, that's great because, you know, I, I can use all the help I can get, you know. I <laughs> Can't we all, and especially, you know, when, you, when you're getting it from uh, Chris McCarron as a rider, I think that that is, uh, I'm not going to say that that's uh, a little bit of extra added to your corner. That's a whole lot added in your corner, my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you won an Iron ID on June 16th, your first winner at Indiana Downs. How did it feel to win the tough fall meet at Turfway Park, which is no easy task? Oh, I mean, I'm... I mean, when I was a uh, couple of weeks, I was up in, uh, I was actually on top. And, uh, you know, I saw that and I was like, oh, man, I got to snap a picture of this or, you know, save a program or something because somebody surely is going to jump up and, and, you know, knock me out of it. But that never happened, you know. I mean, I mean, I, I did drop down second a few times, but, you know, I was just, I stayed on a good, consistent path. You know, I, I was, I averaged about a win a day, and then the last day I jumped up and, I won four the very last day of the meet. And well, I just—I never really I, I don't consider it lucky happen. whatsoever because the harder you work, the luckier you get. Is one of my favorite sayings. And after watching you buy your trade, and and actually I watched the last day of Turfway Park. I mean, it looked like you had a little extra Wheaties in your socks there, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I did that day. I was really feeling good that day, but all my mouths. Anytime you can win on the Kentucky circuit, no matter which track, you're definitely making your name and you're making your marks. So Turfway Park, a very nice springboard indeed. You know, Ben, racing's not a nine-to-five job. What does Ben Creed do when you have a little bit of time down? Uh, catch up on sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I like to go, you know, hunting and fishing and uh, ride four-wheelers and motorcycles. I'm... Movies, pool, bowling, you know, just. Well, I, I mean, you know, you're, you're riding, uh, you're riding 1,300-pound uh, animals at 40 miles an hour, so a four-wheeler's got to be, you know, you, you got, you, I guess you got to keep that adrenaline flowing even on your downtime. But, you know, I, I read a little bit about you. It just seemed like, you know, uh, you, you're like so many riders historically, and I'm a big, uh, big buff and fan of history. 
that uh, guys that have actually came from the rural areas and, and actually made it big, uh, they, they seem like you, you, you all seem like you have the same thing, you know, just very common roots of, you know, you like to do the, uh, the, the nature things, the hunting, the fishing, the riding, the, well, the riding motorcycles may, may be a little different than some of the uh, guys that rode 50 years ago. It seems like you're a very grounded, small-town guy. And, uh, you know, Ben, I, I have to ask you, for the many riders that, that follow your career and who want to follow a step behind you, do you have any words of wisdom for fellow riders? Um, just work hard. That's all there is to it, you know. I mean, on those days when it's cold out and you don't want to go to the racetrack, go anyway, you know. Even if you don't get on any, on anything, just go talk to people. You know, you, be sociable. Oh, it's and you know what? Some people, right, right there. No one is really ever of all the riders that have actually said that. You know, they talked about working hard, nose the grindstone, but being sociable, uh, be, being a rider. I mean, you're even though you have an agent, and you have a very, very nice agent, uh, Jamie Fowler. Indeed, uh, you have a great relationship with him. Oh, great relationship with him. Now you know he made uh, he he has he has another gentleman by the name of Perry Utes who's over the uh, five thousand win club. Uh, do you think he can do the same for you? We'll find out. <laughs> but, but but hey, you're in good hands, and, and you couldn't beat that whatsoever. I, I got to ask you one final question here, and it's uh, once again it's Chris McCarran related. Uh, the North American Racing Academy. Uh, it's turning out a couple of nice riders that are being noticed on the uh, notice on the national scene uh, for for people that are actually looking to get in the game. Is this worth the trip? Definitely. I mean, I, I when I joined the school, I never sat on a thoroughbred. <laughs> I, I rode horses very rarely. I've probably been to the racetrack four times before I went to the school. I joined the school when I was twenty-four. So I, I was. Definitely an outsider to the game. Well, you're not an outsider anymore, Ben Creed. And uh, after watching you ride uh, ride your first mount and uh, with the way that you're actually conducting yourself, and when you said be sociable, it sounds to me like you, you've got this business down uh, in, in, in a really proper professional manner because uh, being able to, can uh, you know, Conduct yourself on and off the track. I think that that plays uh, plays out to only to uh, how great you're going to be, and to be able to communicate, that's going to get you the bigger mounts. Ben, on behalf of Winning Ponies, we'd like to thank you for your time and wish you nothing but the best on and off the track and in the future as you're going to be walking down that long aisle, and it's going to seem longer than the stretch of Churchill Downs, my friend. But, Ben, thanks so much. Best of luck to you, and we're going to be watching you tomorrow because there's 12 races at Turfway Park, and how many are you riding? I ride 11 tomorrow. 11 out of 12. Hey, drink some Gatorade and uh, take your time, my friend, and be safe. Ben, thanks for your All time. All right, will do. Ben Greed, gentleman rider and one to be reckoned with. Give it some time. This guy's really going to be good. Graduate of Chris McCarran's North American Racing Academy and leading rider Turfway Park's holiday meet. Ben Creed, nice guy. All right, it's time to head up to a break. When we return, we're going to be talking some news around the world of racing, and then we're going to be talking some final furlong handicapping here on Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. 
just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. Welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for joining us each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, as we talk about the sport of kings. Hope you caught last segment. Red Hot Apprentice Ben Creed, graduate of Chris McCarron's North American Racing Academy and leading rider at Turfway Parks. Meet, I'm telling you what, this guy can flat out ride. Trust me, the more he rides, the better he will get. If he stays on the Kentucky circuit, you can cash some tickets on him. And, you know, I, I liked it. We, we were kind of just chatting a little bit about his 11 mounts that he has tomorrow. And he said, you know, those horses can't read 40 to 1, 4 to 5. It's all the same to him, he said, because he gives 110% effort. Definitely going to want to throw him in there. I like it. Talking about somebody want to throw in there, he's on hold and he's right now, and it is the Cincinnati Kid. Kid, are you there? Hey, Eddie, what's good? It, it, you are my friend. What's up? Man, I can't call. I'm hoping I can get you some winners for this week. You know what? I I love to hear that. When you say things like that, it's kind of like, Ed, we got a second helping of, of Granny's food for you. Or, Ed, you know, <laughs> I've got some more money for you. Or, Ed, you know, I, I got I got another shot of uh, a drink for you here. 
I love to hear when a man's going to tell us that there. Hey, did you catch any Ben Creed? Yeah, I caught the interview of you and Ben. Sounds like a really nice guy. You always seem to get the best guys for your show. Oh, I'm telling you what, we've been really lucky with that, and it's been a whole lot of fun. And, you know, you know, just uh, Turfway Park has been so kind to apprentice riders. And, uh, and uh, you know, I've chatted with Ben a few times and his agent, Jamie Fowler, who's Perry agent as well. Yeah. You know, it sounds like a great team, and uh, this kid just seems like he's going to go. He, it, when I was talking to him, I was getting a little bit of a delay there, but, uh, you know, uh, he is just a great guy. I, I like it. He said his nickname, they call him Redneck in the jocks. <laughs> <laughs> kid, any anything but a Redneck, you are nothing but a sheer professional money-making machine. Give me some winners, my friend. All right, I'm going to take you to the fairgrounds on Saturday. And I'm going to start in the eighth race here, the Tiffany Lass, going a mile and 40 yards. I'm going to take the outside runner here, the 10 Quick Temper, Correction Quiet Temper, Robbie Alvarado up for Dale Romans. This one here is ripped off two in a row, including breaking her maiden in a grade three event down at Delta back in December. I think the longer they go, the better it'll be for her. Eight to five on the morning line, not really that good of a price, but hopefully she'll go off a little higher than that because of the outside post. You know, anytime Dale Romans uh, is down, you know, there, there's a few guys I like to play. I like to play Romans. Well, of course, we like to play Margolis now. Yes, sir. I mean, he's found a new home down there, hasn't he? Steve Margolis is on fire at the fairgrounds. You know, everything he touches turns to gold, my friend. Oh, hey, I, I'd take him any day of the week. Okay, I got one down. Lay it on me, kid. Okay, I'm going to move to the ninth race here. I'm going to take a bit of an outsider here. The ninth race is a five-and-a-half furlong turf sprint. Phillies and Mayors. I'm going to take the five Annihilation in here. James Graham rides this one for Dan Hendricks. Ships in from Southern California for this effort. Three wins in turf sprints. Dan Hendricks doesn't ship this way very often, but when he does, his horses are normally live. And James Graham might be one of the most underrated turf riders in the country. Keep an eye out for him. Six to one on the morning line. Let's look for Annihilation to annihilate this field. You get six to one, bet early and bet off, and I like James Graham. Yes, sir. Any, any more for us, kid? The last one, I'm going to take the 10th race here, the LeCompte Stakes, for the three-year-olds going a mile and 40 yards. I like the two-turf melody in here. Jose Valdivia comes out from California to ride this one for Graham Motion. He's ripped off two straight, an allowance, and a $200,000 stakes win at Remington Park back in December. Has a couple of decent workouts since that effort. Let's look for this one to get the top ticket, 7-2 to the morning line. I said I'm intrigued by Jose Valdivia coming in from Cali for this mount. That's, that is a good point. There's another underrated turf rider. I mean, uh, Val- Valdivia was riding the turfway parking one time. Yes, and a great cash rider, too. If you see him ship out, he's normally on a live one. He, that, in fact, he is. Well, kid, I appreciate the call. Thanks for the selections. Until Granny and them, we said hello. Oh, I sure will. I'll tell them you said hi. You got it, buddy. Hey, good to hear from you, kid. Good to hear from you, too. Thank you. All right, we're going to run down some news here real quick for you. Santa Anita mulling dirt return after canceling Monday's program, tomorrow's program, today's for every program it seems like they're canceling. They're talking about going back to dirt, according to track president Ron Charles. How about that? You like apples? How about them apples? going to go back to dirt. I can't wait. I just cannot wait. They dig this one up here. Rachel and Zenyatta offer $2 million purse to race at Sam Houston. 
Mary Rampolini reported in the DRF that the newly crowned 2009 Horse of the Year and undefeated Zenyatta had been offered a $2 million purse sponsored by Mattress Mag Jim McInvale for the two female superstars to hook it up at Sam Houston Racecourse on March 27th. They said they would even move the date for the race. Whew, $2 million up for grass. This is going to be a good year for them. Date set for the Derby and Oaks and Future Wager Pools. Pool number one, February 12th through 14th. Pool number two, March 5th through 7th. And pool number three, March 26th through 28th. I like that there, the Derby Oaks Future Wager Pools. They're already upon us. Oakland Park opening day, 60 degrees and beautiful. Lures 20,000 plus to the track. Oakland Park one, Mother Nature zero. Beautiful. The first of three Starlight Racing programs at Fairgrounds have taken part, and they are successful beyond ex- expectations down at the Fairgrounds. Fairgrounds President Austin Miller said midway through the program, it's probably double the average Friday crowd. Light them up, baby. Light them up. Let there be light. like to hear that. that. That's always good, good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, how about Barbro's brother, Lentonor Breaks? Maiden. I like that there. Lentinor, full brother to ill fate, a 2006 Kentucky Derby winner. Barbaro broke his maiden impressively on the turf January 20th at Gulfstream Park, making his third start in first as a three-year-old. Lentinor went off as the even-money favorite in the mile and the 16th maiden special weight contest. Son of Dynaformer under Johnny V. Final, final time over the firm turf was 141 flat. I liked it. I'll tell you what, I caught Lentinor there, and I uh, I watched it, and I was pretty impressed with it here. Speaking about impressed, you want to support your, your fellow horse players and contest players, Twinspires.com is going to offer video coverage, video coverage of the DRF NTRA National Handicapping Championship, and it's going to be available online, and uh, it's going to give uh, players uh, an opportunity to uh, watch and see what's going on, to see what's happening out there in uh, in Vegas as they throw down on Friday, January 29th and January 30th. Can't get any better, can it? All right, time to head into a break. That is news. That was selections. When we return, we're going to be doing some final furlough handicapping here on Winning Ponies. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. 
perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On mind, brain, and body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with ed or his guests the phone lines are now open toll free at 1-888-346-9144 That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back for Final Furlong Handicapping here on Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. And, you know, I'd be remiss uh, not to throw this out there. This is something I read in the Pollock Report, and you're definitely going to want to bookmark that down as one of your favorites for keeping, uh, keeping up to date on uh, what is out there. The Pollock Report, written by Ray Pollock. Now, this one is uh, about Senator Damon Thayer from Kentucky. It says, drunk with power. It says he's known Damon Thayer going on 20 years, and he doesn't think he's a bad person. But he's seen how good people can be intoxicated with power, and he's convinced that's going on with a former racing industry exec who's now a Kentucky state senator representing Scott County in the 17th District in Kentucky. says a few weeks ago he did report an interview on Thayer and the Horse Racing Radio Network, and he said in which Thayer complained that no one in the Thurbid industry was contacting him about his proposed constitutional amendment calling for statewide referendum and local option vote to permit slot machines in Kentucky. Not necessarily tracks, but in counties where tracks are located and Pauly goes on, woe is him. And here's the part that kind of caught my eye. It says, perhaps the reason no one is interested in calling the senator from Scott County is the fact that the proposed amendment is outrageous because it would ultimately lead to out-of-state casino companies and developers putting Kentucky racetracks out of business. That's exactly what happened in Maryland where the slot machines were approved for a location not at Pimlico or Laurel, but it is a shopping mall owned and operated by the Cordish Company. Yes, that's the same Cordish Company that developed 4th Street Live in Louisville. Kentucky is a small patent place, and you really kind of have to watch it there. Damon, a, Damon Thayer, that is, Senator Damon Thayer, properly, former racetrack industry executive, now a state senator, coming up with some ideas that just have not been embraced by the racing community. All right, it's time to do some final furlong handicapping. With that in mind, on Saturday, let's go to the third at Aqueduct. And it's six furlongs, just the Pomonic, $65,000. I was going to cut it $1,000 short there, but I decided just to give it back to them. You know, they earned it, and they're running for it, and I'm not putting it up. Third race at Aqueduct on Saturday, six furlongs on the inner dirt. And in here, I like driven by success. And, or excuse me, 
Excuse me, that's my underliness driven by success. On top, forgive me, I like Wall Street Wonder on top of driven by success. Wall Street Wonder, written by uh, uh, Channing Hill for John Terranova's one-for-one at Aqueduct, exiting off of a win where Terranova is 54% in the money on that move there. And uh, this four-year-old Colt by City Place really looks good to me. Terranova's having a very nice meet, winning 20% of the time. In the last 60 days, these guys have teamed up to win 27% of the time, 45% in the money. I really like Wall Street Wonder. And then underneath, I was giving out the straight exacta, was driven by a success. Mike Luzzi for Bruce Levine. You talk about a horse for a course here. Actually, five starts and four of those are in the money. So I like Wall Street Wonder on top of driven by success in the third at Aqueduct on Saturday afternoon. Race number four at Aqueduct. We're going to go six furlongs on the inner dirt. Uh, in the past, it used to play to speed. And, and you know, it, here's of lately, it's kind of leveled out. The fourth race at Aqueduct on Saturday, I like never content near. It's Fernando Hara aboard. It seems like it just yesterday was 19 years old and wins the Belmont for Kieran McLaughlin. But uh, Fernando Hara never content uh, for trainer Bruce Brown here. And uh, the dam of this runner, uh, Good Vibes, actually wins uh, 50% with her babies. This is a three-year-old Colt. She's had uh, four starters and three of those of which are winners. Coming from Philadelphia Park, and, you know, I, I think that Bruce Brown is going to do very well, nice with the shipper here because he's 46% of the money with sprinters. They're only going six panels was uh, almost 3 to 1 in tight after the start last time out uh Ramon Dominguez now you get Fernando Haro aboard I see never content in the fourth race at Aqueduct on Saturday and uh I think you might even be surprised at the price cutting back from seven panels to six furlongs never content in the fourth race at Aqueduct on Saturday race number 6 at Aqueduct six furlongs on the inner dirt, claiming $7,500 in here as they go six panels. I like the three, and that's Kickapoo, David Cohen in the arms for John Paracella. Paracella is a mad genius. I had the opportunity to meet him. He was actually training for uh, Coach Rick Patino at the time, good friends with Nicky Zito, and uh, John is New York through and through, and uh, he, he's, he's kind of a mad genius. You know, uh, you, uh, whatever you do, don't try to tell him his business because he will tell you exactly where to step off. But Kickapoo really kind of catches my second start off of a layoff. If you go back two races ago, this four-year-old Cole was actually uh, in the bottom basement prizes there, and I think they were just stealing a purse. Nobody would actually touch this runner. Comes back for 75 and wins by two-and-a-half lengths, winning the last race. Once again, as I said, Paracella, the mad genius, winning last race, he comes right back to smack him for 17% right out. And for in the claiming ranks, he's a 20% winner, two for two at Aqueduct. I, I really got to like that there. I like Kickapoo in the sixth race at Aqueduct on Saturday. And then we're going to shift. We're going to go a little bit south here. And we're going to go down, hopefully, for the sunshine, uh, the second race at Gulfstream on Saturday I like Roman Racecar, uh, Javier Castellano aboard for Ian Wilkes. Uh, last race at November 20th uh, at Churchill Downs, going six and a half. He hasn't raced for uh, over two months and failed last time as a favorite. So I like the beaten favorite angle because Ian Wilkes comes back to win 
off of a beaten favorite angle and uh, ran a very nice even third, three wide and finished well. I watched the race aboard uh, you know the uh, the race replays and uh, to me I think Roman race car looks very good owned by Jerry Carroll and Stan Cablin. Jerry Carroll owns the Kentucky Speedway and they're vying for a NASCAR race so or uh, what was the owner I should say and uh, he and Stan Kaplan and at uh, all so there's other owners involved been uh, been relaxing down at Palm Meadows Race Course and uh, turning a five furlong work in one minute and four fifths. Very nice indeed for a three-year-old colt by Roman Ruler. Second race at Gulfstream. I like Roman Race Car. Sixth race at Gulfstream. We'll pick it up a little bit and. In the sixth race here, they're going to go five and a half. I like the five, Paisano, Julian Leporu for Bill White, and uh, made a middle move last time out in the beaten favorite, and also off the middle move, beaten favorite, and shoots a bullet. I say Paisano is all that I need to say in the sixth race at Gulfstream. Race number eight at Gulfstream, a mile and a sixteenth on the turf, and here we got plenty of pace. And, uh, and they say pace makes the race. Well, that's why I'm going to go to the eight, and that is deterrence. Kent Sleepy DeSormo and Kenny McPeak are teaming up together. They're 38% in the money the last couple of months. And as I said, they're running a mile and a 16th on the turf. Go back to August 9th at Ellis Park for a mile. John Kenton Court wins and breaks the maiden for this three-year-old filly by action this day on the weeds. And I think that uh, she is just going to do, uh, do yeoman's task here. Deterrence, Kent, Sormo, and McPeak, they team up very well together. And uh, second race, uh, uh, route race uh, for McPeak, and he wins 21% of the time. And he's a daggone uh, good turf trainer as well. I mean, anything he actually sends out to the track is definitely worth a play. So I like deterrence in the eighth race at Gulfstream on Saturday. In the ninth race, the Holy Bull, it's that time of year. And that goes to show you that that first Saturday in May, you can almost smell the roses from here. One mile, the Holy Bull, it's a grade three event for $150,000. And I like a box them up exactly because I can't split them up here in the Holy Bull, the ninth race at Gulfstream. I like Winslow Homer, the sixth, Ramon Dominguez for Anthony Dutro. The last 60 days, these guys are winning 24% together. Shipping in from Philly Park, where Anthony Dutro does a lot of his training and winning. Actually, uh, you've got a win by 12, a win by three, and third by half a length. It looks like this three-year-old Colt by Unbridled Song is getting better each and every time. I think Winslow Homer is going to pull down a little bit of a price. Actually, three for three in the money lifetime. And shipping down, Dutro wins 29% of the time, and he's a 29% winner down at Gulfstream. So you have to respect the numbers there. Ramon Dominguez, uh, you know, he's, he's letting New York go, and he's, uh, he's making his way down to Gulfstream. I kind of like that. And uh, team these guys up, and I think you got yourself a real nice winner. So that's one of them. I like Winslow Homer, but just as equally as well, I like the nine. Jackson, Ben, Jeremy, Rosa, Nick Zito. I think this is a three-year-old colt here, to one to be reckoned with, that can actually stalk. But coming off of a bullet work at Palm Meadows, 59-1, and one, it's a little deeper there. This three-year-old colt is five in a row, looking to make it six. So in the Holy Bull, I take the six, Winslow Homer, in the nine, Jackson Ben. Well, time flies when you're talking thoroughbred racing. And Winning Ponies would like to thank Mr. Ben Creed for taking time out of his busy schedule to be our special guest of the week and the Cincinnati Kid for selections in the call-in and you for tuning in. So until next week, when we meet again, may your winners be many. 
and your photos be few. Good luck, everyone. Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.